Hi, everyone. Welcome to Febrile, a culture podcast about all things infectious disease. I am Sarah Dong, your host, and today I am bringing you some snippets I recorded from ID Week 2023. This is actually our third ID Week recap, and I am again going to try something new. The focus this year is a bit more on highlighting what made people excited and what they may have done to master or enhance their conference experience. Over the course of this episode, you'll hear several conversations from groups that I had the chance to chat with at the conference. In each of these, everyone will introduce themselves and I'll help guide you through the conversations. Additionally, I didn't quite get to ask the cultured podcast question in each group, but you will hear some responses uh, from the guests along the way. I'll just go ahead and mention that my personal recommendations when you visit Boston are to walk along the Charles River Esplanade and to visit the Isabella Stewart Gardner and Museum of Fine Arts, um, which are both art museums actually within walking distance of one another. So in this episode, there are over 30 voices that you'll hear. I encourage you to take in the variety and diversity of all these friends or correspondents of Febrau. I offer that they could share a little bit about themselves and the work they are presenting. So hopefully you'll get a glimpse into some of the posters or presentations that they have done as well. For those who could not make it to the conference, I hope that you enjoy the light background noise that will set you in the ambiance of being in a conference between sessions. And for those who are audio editors out there, I will pre-apologize that I did not bring my pop filter, uh, but I can assure you that the awesome voices and comments are worth the couple areas of clipping in the audio. So let's start with our first group. Hello, my name is Dylan Kondakchin. I'm a third year internal medicine resident at Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and I'm here at ID Week talking about some uh, research uh, we're doing on multi-drug resistant infections in the hospital. Hi, this is Jonathan Ryder. I'm really excited to be back on the podcast for the third year in a row for our ID Week uh, review. Um, I am an assistant professor now at uh, University of Nebraska Medical Center and have interest in stewardship and infection control. Hi there, my name is Elena Jamel. I'm a second year internal medicine resident from the University of Toronto in Canada. Uh, I have an interest in gram-negative resistance, particularly CRE, um, as well as genomic epidemiology. Hi everyone, I'm Carlin Harris. I'm a fourth year medical student at Emory University in Atlanta. I have an interest in HIV primary care and global health, and I'm currently applying to internal medicine and internal medicine primary care residencies. I asked the group to tell us a little bit about their experience at ID Week. So this has been my first ID Week and it's been an absolute blast. Uh, it's so fun to go to all the different sessions uh, and hear from you know experts in our field and one thing uh, that I've appreciated and would definitely advise anyone uh, who comes to this conference in the future uh, is to really diversify the types of sessions that you go to. There's topics ranging from hospital epidemiology, HIV primary care, challenge cases and stumpers, uh, all different great opportunities to learn and to meet new people who are interested and experts in those fields. I'm so excited to be back at ID Week this year and really my first time here in Boston. And, um, you know, the cool thing about Boston is that three days in a row I've been able to eat lobster. And so I always um, am appreciative of that. But 
as much as the first few years, I really enjoyed going to all of the conference events, which I still um, do all the different sessions. Uh, really getting to know people outside of the conference has become increasingly valuable um, for networking for me. And so some of the just highlights of that include things like the med ed community of practice, uh, meeting in the evening, going on a morning run with uh, other members of IDSA, and also uh, joining for the annual Tweet Up event, which is always a, a big hit that is really great. Well, it's nice to be back at ID Week. Um, one thing I've really enjoyed about ID Week this year and also in prior years is just the culture of mentorship that exists, um, including for people like myself who are not from the States. Like I said, I'm from Canada. It's been nice to meet a lot of different types of people in different areas of ID, uh, learning about different research opportunities as well as clinical training opportunities and um, yeah everybody has just been very welcoming and uh, as Jonathan had said it's nice to explore the city with friends and meet up with people and uh, work on the food itinerary I don't run but uh, (laughs) maybe other people do (laughs) the eating part part is the most important (laughs) okay so my first ID week ever was ID week 2020 Um, so that was virtual so this is my first in-person ID week and some highlights for me have been the IDSA mentorship program and so meeting with all of the fellow mentees and the mentors from around the country has been an incredible experience everyone is just so welcoming, so encouraging of me going into this field. Um, And it's not something I've felt in a lot of other fields going through my med school rotation. So I'm so excited for that. And then the Women in ID breakfast this morning was such an empowering, incredible experience. I want to shout out Wendy Armstrong, my small group advisor. This is like a hi mom moment, but like, (laughs) hi, Wendy. I hope you're doing good. I miss you. Um, And then um, lastly, I think everyone's favorite thing maybe at this conference of the year has been the Great Dane puppies and the expo center um they're only six weeks old but already like bigger than my full-grown dog so um that's been great and so uh, like elena said the culture of mentorship at id week is just incredible and i feel like i'm gonna have no problem getting where i need to go with all of the incredible people around me Next, Jonathan, who of course was the original Febrile correspondent for ID Week, and I walked over and spoke with a second group. Hi everyone, my name is Bismarck Bisono Garcia. I am a second year ID fellow, uh, adult ID fellow at Mayo Clinic. I am Dominica initially, but now I'm living in Rochester. I am very excited to be in ID Week. The most exciting part for me is to meet with a lot of friends and at the same time do science, uh, catch up what's going on with each other's life in the last year and plan ahead what we want for the next year and the next side week meeting. So hi, I am, I'm Anais Ovalle. I'm currently the director for population health um, in the internal medicine residency program at Kent Hospital Care New England Brown affiliate. I am also an infectious disease doc, love infectious diseases, love everything about bugs and drugs. I am Domericana because I'm a fusion of both the U.S. and Dominican Republic. And I really do just love seeing the people who I've made strong connections with um, and just and catching up with them, honestly, catching up with them, finding finding ways to, to, to have dinner and just um, seeing kind of what projects we're up to and just kind of how the intersection of science, healthcare delivery and just in implementation science kind of meets communication. So... One of the things I'm most um, excited about and also 
proud of, is um, co-founding uh, Proudly ID. Uh, Proudly ID is our interest group for LGBTQ plus individuals um, who are part of IDSA, um, where we can share common space. Uh, in addition to that, we're hopefully going to build towards more integration with um, IDSA in the future. So uh, we have a, a listserv that's forming. Please, uh, please sign on the Google Doc. Yes, and we'll put that in the link so it's yeah. easier for them to find. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Hi, my name is Kaylin Jensen. I'm a second year medical student at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. I'm here at my very first ID week. This morning I presented uh, an interesting patient case on the Bug Hub stage. Um, for me so far, ID week has been all about diversity, um, not only in the people that I've gotten to meet. I met somebody from India, which is really amazing, saw some posters from Uruguay, which is really cool, um, but also like in the uh, infectious disease content. So I got to hear a lot about different bugs that I'd never heard of before. And also I learned a lot of different things that you can do in infectious disease that I didn't know about ahead of time. Um, I learned that infectious disease is a really broad specialty, which was really, really fun to hear. Hi, everyone. My name is Bill Wilson. I am a pediatric ID stewardship and uh, stewardship pharmacist at UNC Children's Hospital. Uh, I think what I have been most excited about at this ID week is, again, connecting with people who I met last year and also um, embarking on this co-leading interest group for uh, IDSA called Proudly ID, uh, welcoming all members of the LGBTQIA plus community, as well as allies, and really just connecting individuals, creating a space to have everyone meet and hang out and have that catch up, have those uh, mentor relationships start. So that's what I've been most excited about, in addition to all the science. All that's fun, too. <laughs> uh, but also just getting everyone together is, is really meaningful and impactful. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Raul Macias-Gale. I'm an ID physician at Harvard UCLA. I'm also the uh, associate program director for our fellowship program. And I'm actually one of the former co-founding members of the, the IDSA's Diversity, Inclusion, Access and Equity Committee now. Now I'm very excited, just like Bill, to be leading the um, Proudly ID interest group. Uh, and I'm also very excited about the new ways and the new rebranding of uh, IDSA. So we uh, thank for the opportunity to be part of this uh, transformation with IDSA and very excited to be here and meet, meet you in person, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> very nice to meet you too. Everell is everyone's favorite culture podcast. I would love to hear about something fun that you've done in Boston. My, my piece of culture is going to be twofold. So first, I want to say that I ate oysters. I'm on a food theme today. And I survived, so I'm going to shout out Monica Mahoney for that. And two, I uh, am going on a ghost tour tonight. We'll see if I survive that. You should mention that it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best day to go on a ghost tour. All right, something fun that I've done in Boston uh, is also food-related, so exploring some fun restaurants. I went to Salty Girl last night and had some delicious scallops, which... I don't always have access to, so that was fantastic. Yeah. I've also gone dancing a couple of nights, so that was fun too. Um, the first day I was here, I got to walk down by the water, which is really amazing. Um, I'm from Nebraska, which is the most landlocked state <laughs> in the United States. Um, so it was very refreshing to get out um, and get some sea air. It was very beautiful. So. Love it. 
Yeah, we have to mention the ocean. I always <laughs> forgot. Oh, man. So, so I, a caveat, I live in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, and so this is a, about an hour drive for me. So, so the most exciting thing I've done here was sit in traffic, um, <laughs> to be frank. Um, but apart from that, I would say, you know, going by... Going going by the commons is, is a really nice, you know, way to kind of decompress. Um, but really, the, tra- the thing that highlights everything is traffic. I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> that's okay. That's, you can that to me is the winner. That was the best Boston experience. <laughs> so as everyone's favorite activity, uh, food is one of the major uh, motivators for every person. So I have to say that today I went to this uh, Chinese place. It, I had little, very low expectations when I walked in, but this has been one of the most amazing food that I have eaten. It's uh, Jin's Chinese Flatbread Cafe. Oh my God. I was, uh, it blew my mind. I, I was like, this cannot be possible. I, I, it's, there is not even a place to sit, but believe me, you will enjoy that. And afterwards, we went to this JP Licks ice cream. I, I think that it's, it was just like a very foodie day for me, and I, I love it. I, I definitely love it. <laughs> well, I have to, uh, jeans is a man. It was very hard for me to hold my <laughs> excitement back because I love jeans. That's like a perfect Boston combo as someone who recently just left. Those are places I used to like to go to. Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to piggyback on uh, Anais' uh, comment. And because as she started talking about traffic in Boston, I was thinking, okay, well, I spent two years of my life in Providence as well during fellowship. And then uh, one of the things that I uh, was not excited about uh, coming to Boston was it traffic and driving. This time I'm very excited that uh, I don't know why it didn't feel like I had that, that happening. Number one, because I'm staying just two blocks away from the convention center. Number two, because Anais happens to be driving me. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I am enjoying this. And it didn't really feel like there was a lot of traffic. So Excellent. that's my cultural uh, thing. Thank you, Anais. <laughs> I was really lucky to get to meet our first class of the ID Digital Institute at ID Week. So a couple members are featured here, as well as two chief residents that are applying for ID. Hi, everyone. My name is Rija Rehan Alvi. I'm a second year fellow at Henry Ford Hospital. Uh, my interests are antibiotic stewardship and medical education. Hello, everyone. My name is Mamora Yali. I am an ID clinical pharmacy specialist and co-director of the antimicrobial stewardship program at uh, Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Um, I am a, a fierce advocate of antimicrobial stewardship and global health. Hi, my name is Radhika Shade. I'm a second-year ID fellow at OHSU in Portland, Oregon. My interests are HIV, STIs, and medical education. Hi, I'm Julie England. I'm a Chief Medical Resident in Internal Medicine at UAB in Birmingham. Um, I'm currently applying for ID Fellowship, and my interests are health disparities and transplant ID. Uh, my name is Christina Lin. I'm one of the Chief Research Residents at Emory University. Um, my interests are in gram-negative bacterial pathogenesis and antimicrobial resistance. We started by asking what were some of their favorite sessions or things that they really enjoyed. So this was my first ID week, actually, and um, I was really excited about it. And uh, there are so many amazing things happening right now, so I don't actually know what to pick. But some of the really, really um, 
One of my favorite lectures actually was the narrative medicine. Um, I attended that session uh, and Dr. Amy Ship was one of the moderators and she talked about, um, sh she showed this poem to the whole hall and everyone participated in this moment and it was actually quite profound and beautiful. So that was my favorite session. So um, I, I agree, Adweek uh, sessions have been um, amazing this year, um, as always. Um, I love the overall emphasis on AI, mach machine learning, and um, also health inequity and global health. In terms of specific um, sessions, I love all the sessions about stewardship and antimicrobial resistance. Um, I also um, really love HIV, so uh, what's hot in HIV was very, uh, very awesome, uh, an awesome session to attend. And then if you have time, please check out the uh, like non-bitter lactose allergy session, which I think you're going to really enjoy. And uh, you'll find many tips to, um, to handle uh, these allergies in a clinical setting. Yeah, I agree. I think it's been a little bit overwhelming because all the great talks are at the same time and you just never get to go to all of them. Um, but uh, I think I really tried to go to all of the atypical, for the lack of a better word, atypical sessions. And um, there was one uh, about climate change as a pandemic, and it was amazing. Um, Dr. Jaggi is doing some fantastic work down at Emory, um, and she's a pediatrician who's super passionate about sustainability and healthcare, and she's clearly been a champion in that. And she, I, I think the one thing I walked away from that session was she put up a quote on the screen, which is a slightly modified quote about don't, something along the lines of don't be daunted by the enormity of climate change. Uh, you can you, you can not complete the work, but you can't walk away from it. And I thought it was absolutely profound and it's so cool. And I feel like more we, sh we should be doing more work it, around sustainability in healthcare. People don't talk about it. And she, she talked about us ID physicians and pharmacists as the OG sustainability people because we're stewarding antibiotics and we're trying to protect them. And I, it, just, it was just a fantastic session. Um, so I just got in last night, um, so I'm still taking it all in, and this place is massive, and so this morning, really what I did was I just like walked around and like took it in and like got to kind of look at everything. Um, this is my first ID week, so I'm just kind of, yeah, taking it all in. Um, I'm excited because I'm presenting a poster on the diagnostic criteria of ECMO-associated pneumonia, so I'm excited for that, and then I'm looking forward to the um, session on uh, challenging cases in transplant ID. This is also my first conference, which has been simultaneously overwhelming and exciting at the same time. Um, I've been very intrigued by all the different factors that can play into antimicrobial resistance that I wasn't aware of before, such as um, vaccination rates, um, t the types of vaccines used, um, gross health inequities, um, and then the, I guess like the, what was mentioned in the cast lecture this morning, the inequities related to both antibiotic overuse as well and lack of regulation as well as like lack of antibiotic access um, in the develop in lower and middle income countries. I also wanted them to perhaps share some insights into how to navigate a big meeting like ID Week. I totally recommend, especially for students and residents, to sign up for the IDSA mentorship program. It's really, really great. Um, I wish I'd known that about that when I was a resident, when I wanted to apply. I signed up this year and it's been 
pretty pretty great so far. And as for picking the sessions, it's so hard <laughs> because I'm interested in so many different things. There's so many great talks. I just went to the app and picked out all the ones that I wanted to go to and then ended up not going to half of them because I was so tired and Dr. Nori actually told me she's like you know what pace yourself <laughs> and so I would say yes pace yourself um, so like I said I haven't been here at this conference long yet but in general my strategy is to not only maximize learning but also maximize like the social connection piece and so I try to you know go through the go through the app and and choose the sessions I'm interested in but also try to connect with other people and go to some of the same sessions with them so that we can talk about things so. Um, I, I would highly recommend going to the workshops beforehand if you have the time. Um, I attended both the grant writing workshop and the boon care workshop, which is just very fun, hands-on, and a totally like a different realm of ID that is very important and a little bit um, like a knowledge gap for me as well. And then I made sure to ask them about the typical cultured question, something non-ID that they enjoyed at the conference or while they were visiting Boston. So my favorite thing about this whole conference was this was the first time that I got to meet so many people in person because since I started residency, all of the conferences were getting canceled because of COVID. And so uh, this was the first time that I met my med school friends, my residency friends who were doing ID together at different institutes. So it was just such an amazing feeling of camaraderie and reconnection and um, also meeting my ID Digital Institute uh, colleagues. So that was amazing. That was my favorite part of the conference. <laughs> Oh, and food. You oh, yes. Share some food that you had. Up yes. There. Oh, last night. Uh, so all of our fellows and our our fellowship, basically Henry Ford Hospital, took us out for dinner at Lolita. This is a local restaurant um, at uh, Fort Point. It was so good, so good. <laughs> Honestly, everything we ate was just phenomenal. It was chef's kiss. We were so full at the end, we all had to unbutton our pants <laughs> to get home. <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right, what do you think? Um, so, uh, non-ID thing, uh, ID week, uh, networking. I think everyone kind of uh, touched on this, um, meeting our mentors, uh, reconnecting um, with our, um, you know, SIDP you know, family and um, and our ID digital family as well. Um, and of course, um, making new connections as well. This is my first time in Boston, so I am super surprised by the mild um, temperature. And I was like really ready for like you know, uh, you know, very cold um, uh, weather. Uh, so that's that's I'm really I'm really happy about that. Um, in terms of food, uh, I checked out taco bars. Um, it's really, it's really cool. If you, if you have time, just check it out. And then uh, I also checked out the Boston Tea Party Museum um, and was surprised by the, seeing a lot, a lot of teapots and stuff. But uh, <laughs> yes, uh, cool. Another uh, area to check out. Love it. Love it. I have not explored the historical site of Boston. <laughs> I feel like I should now. But I'm a coffee person, so I went to explore the different coffee shops. I went to, I feel like somebody told me about Ogawa Coffee, and their matcha was amazing. And yes, Sarah, you told us about Flower Bakery, too, and that was pretty good. It was really good. And then this morning, I, I already forgot the name of the place, but I had a great Cortado there. It was great. And I feel like people keep telling me about going to Mike's Pastry and getting a cannoli. Uh, yes. Sorry, I went to Modern. See, I, it's such a polarizing I'm a modern person. <laughs> a 
Okay, I went to <laughs> I went to Modern Pastry, got a cannoli. It was fantastic. Yeah, I I want to be on the record because I love the lobster tails at Modern. It's it's almost like there's ice cream inside, even though it's not ice cream, and that is just the best. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad. I can't believe no one's mentioned cannolis yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is my first time in Boston, and so it's been really cool to experience the city. Um, when I got to my hotel room, I opened the window, and it was just this beautiful view of the skyline, which was awesome. I'm at the West End. Yeah. Okay, that That conference stipend. Uh, you don't have to put that part in. <laughs> Um, but yeah, last night we went to the uh, Sam Adams Tap Room downtown with a group of fellows from UAB, and it was really fun. I had a um, Caprese panini, which was really good, and they actually brought boxes of um, from Mike's Pastry, and so I had some tiramisu from that. It was really good. Very so. nice. Very nice. Um, so I actually got here a little on the early side because I celebrate my birthday here with oh, some yeah. friends. Yeah, so. Celebrating my birthday with IG is the best way <laughs> to celebrate a birthday. Which day is your birthday? Uh, it was the October 11th on Why the Wednesday. The oh, oh, my God. We're both Libras. Happy birthday to you, too. Birthday. <laughs> um, so for, uh, I'm not sure if this is a treat or a trick. My friends brought me 45 minutes north to Witch's Woods, uh, one of the top-rated haunted houses in the country. Um, surprisingly, I'm not a fan of horror whatsoever, but I was unscared because I was admiring the set design and costumes. <laughs> That's a very, like, October New England thing to do. So something I was really excited about was the ID escape room. We really wanted to do it, but it's so sad that it's completely booked out. So we're, we're hoping it's going to happen again next year. <laughs> and then we're going to be the first to sign up. <laughs> and something I was surprised by was actually the puppies in the IDV exhibit hall. Uh, they're so cute. And one of my co-fellows was actually absolutely obsessed. She spent two hours standing next to the puppies and just ogling at them. <laughs> Gilead brought them. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it's one of the exhibitors. I it's think. like, if, if that's oh how Big God. Pharma wants to buy me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. I'm sold. I think it's the Humane Society because they want people to adopt the puppies. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It, already adopted by the time we got there <laughs> because yeah, my co-fellow was definitely gonna Navina was gonna buy them no adopt them yes Navina who has yes. been on Fibra before yes yes my, uh, my grandmother a few years ago sent me an article about um, increased rates of nosocomial MRSA infections associated with the therapy dogs and I was like this is a piece of research that I'm just gonna not pay attention to like I think there are other benefits to therapy dogs and so she has guidelines around <laughs> <laughs> I looked them up at one point. <laughs> so I am a little biased by being a part of the committee but I really felt like we needed to focus on the ID Week inaugural escape room which was called Outbreak. Uh, I would like to suggest that it was quite the hit. I did ask some of the members of the group to share a little bit about what an escape room is, a little insight into the behind the scenes and planning, and some of the initial feedback. 
Hi, my name is Victoria Chu. I'm a third year pediatric infectious disease fellow at UCSF. I'll be one of the panelists on the Sunday um, session on escape room, learning ID the fun way. Hi, I'm Diana Zong. I'm a clinical assistant professor at the University of Pittsburgh and work at UPMC's ID Connect program. Um, I will be moderating a session on Saturday called Making Antimicrobials Cool Again, Antibiotic Education for Medical Students and Residents. And on Sunday, I'll be joining Victoria at the Escape Room Learning ID the Fun Way session. Um, so we've been building an escape room that's a 45-minute um, med-ed activity um, and it's been exciting and incredibly rewarding to see all the work that we've been putting in this last couple of months come together and the incredible enthusiasm people have had for it. It's been an amazing and incredibly fun experience and it's been really humbling. Uh, we have a really diverse, multi-talented team where everybody has made just such valuable contributions to the escape room including yourself, Sarah. <laughs> Here is the rest of the team introducing themselves. Katie Lasardi from Baptist Health in Little Rock, Arkansas. Justin Cerns, uh, pediatric infectious disease doc at Children's Hospital, Colorado. Yuri Bogdanyevich, an assistant professor of pediatrics at the University of Colorado and Children's Hospital, Colorado. Paul Pottinger, adult infectious diseases at the University of Washington in Seattle and a huge, huge fan of the febrile universe. <laughs> Liz Rustagno, Mayo Clinic. I am Rachel Wadier from UCSF. <laughs> and for the record, I did not realize that that would sound like the NFL team intros until editing. Um, two other key members and fierce advocates for the ID escape room that I didn't get a chance to record their intros are Adarsh Bimraj from Houston Methodist and Natalie Gabriel from IDSA. Uh, for those who are less familiar, uh, an escape room is a type of game, a type of puzzle or group of puzzles where often you are actually physically in a room, sometimes locked in a room that you have to literally escape and sometimes a bit more figuratively, um, but you solve a series of interconnected puzzles cooperatively as a group in order to quote quote escape the room. So for the theme of our first escape room, um, we chose a haunted lab to highlight um, a woman who's been um, an unsung hero in the field of microbiology, Angelina Hess, who helped the discovery of agar as a culture medium, which has um, changed how we culture bacteria to today and is still the medium that we use. The things we wanted to highlight this first year was particularly women and infectious diseases and highlighting their roles and parts in, um, in history and how they've affected the field and um, added to the science and discovery and medicine today. You know, we anticipated that this was going to be something that was well-received, but we've been completely blown away by the number of people who have lined up each morning to come sign up and the number of people that we've actually had to turn away and were unable to accommodate um, with our time slots. We're hoping that um, this is something we can continue next year and hopefully it'll be bigger, better, and um, just as well-received.
It's been really heartwarming to hear people's feedback. Uh, like Victoria said, people have received it well, both as a puzzle experience as well as uh, a learning experience. Like people have said things about the content they've learned and <laughs> I can't believe that it actually all came together. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful to have been part of it. Um, we've been incredibly lucky and grateful to have such strong support from the ID Week committee um, in helping us get this started and actually, frankly, making our vision for this escape room much bigger um, than we would have dreamed of. We're really, really hopeful that all of the excitement and buzz and traction and momentum will allow us to recreate and expand these experiences next year and hopefully even beyond next year. A lot of the enthusiasm from our group has been because we love and are so passionate about the field of ID and we want to be able to share that with others. Uh, recruitment into ID has been challenging as I'm sure many people realize and uh, hopefully this can just be one more way to get people excited about this wonderful field. You know, one of the best parts about doing this escape room was also the team that we've managed to be able to work together. It's been um, a large group of adult ID physicians, pediatric ID physicians, physicians and pharmacists. And um, I think we have often talked about when trying to schedule our Zoom meetings, how we've really just crossed into every single time zone across <laughs> the U.S. and what a great collaboration it is across many different institutions. It's been really gratifying to see how well people collaborate and communicate and also learn, like watching those light bulb moments go off where people have figured out a puzzle or recognized a clue. Um, it's, yeah, it's just been really, really great to see. Along those lines, um, we were really excited to be building physical puzzles. And I think some of those light bulb moments had to do with a tactile tactility is that the word tactileness of tactileness of the puzzles and to be able to um, watch that all connect together I think you know there was when we had originally proposed this idea we had envisioned perhaps something a little smaller we thought we'd be doing more of a one-hour session and maybe it was going to be more paper-based in different portions of the conference room but to be able to just um, start the first year off with a physical escape room with two escape rooms um, has really set off um, or allowed us to really just succeed at a much higher level that than we did expect I mean, the escape room can't compete with the excitement of puppies, but we hope that everybody enjoyed it nevertheless. You know, we're really excited about the feedback that we've received, just kind of talking to our room participants after they've finished. They're always incredibly excited, and I think the adrenaline's still pumping, and um, a lot of them have commented on how wonderful it was to do such a team building activity to have the story kind of highlighted and um and how much fun it was so i decided to grab two groups on their way out of the escape room to tell us what they thought so you'll see actually that our first group featured the youngest participant in the activity hi i'm rebecca Kiliani. i'm from charlotte north carolina i work for atrium healthcare systems um, i'm a pharmacist hi my name is dr dk Sina. i'm from varanasi india Hi, my name is Sean Berger. I'm from HM Health in Charlotte, North Carolina, an infectious disease physician. Hi, I'm Rupal Jaffa. I'm an infectious disease pharmacist from Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Hi, I'm Julie Williamson. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm an antimicrobial stewardship pharmacist for Atrium Health. Hi, I'm Curtis Sudbury. I'm a first-year PICU Peds ID fellow at Rainbow Babies and Children's. Mommy Melissa and Baby Craig. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> um, Most fun thing I've ever done at a professional meeting. I thought this was a super fun way to combine both uh, microbiology and some of the lab science that we don't talk about very much as ID fellows sometimes, um, together with an escape room and incorporate a lot of really cool educational science principles. I thought it was a lot of fun. And my wife and kid were here. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was really good, and I thought it was very, very well thought out. Um, it wasn't so challenging that we couldn't finish it, but I thought that it was challenging enough. And also, I think that there was sufficient clues so that if there was something that was a little bit like maybe unreasonable or difficult you could actually find the answer you know without having to struggle too much medicine is basically teamwork they all all guys work together and that solve the problem easily so that's basically teamwork this second escape room features mostly members from toronto let's see what they thought my name's sarah silverberg i'm a fellow at sick kids in toronto and peds id Hi, my name is Sean. I'm an ID physician from Singapore. I'm doing a PhD now in the University of Toronto. Hi, my name is Dara Patel. I'm also a PEDS ID fellow at SickKids. Hi, my name is Michael Pradenak. I'm a pediatric ID fellow at SickKids in Toronto. Hey, I'm Jesse Weisblatt. I'm a medical resident at Temple University in Philadelphia. Hey, I'm Noel Dude. I am a pediatric infectious disease fellow in SickKids Toronto. Hi, my name is Jerry Huen, and I'm a Pete's ID fellow at Sick Kids Hospital, and I'm here at IDSA Week, and I got to talk about miracles in medicine with a focus on infectious diseases. Nice. Feel free to share your team name. <laughs> so our team name was Galacto Women. Love it. Yes, because we were trying to honor all the amazing women in infectious disease and microbiology. Which may have overlapped with the theme of the room a little bit. Yeah, we love the historical <laughs> component to the escape room. That was lots of fun. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to get a sense of what it was like to come to the room, if you like it, because this is the first time we've had this at ID Week. We were really looking forward to it as a group of fellows that were coming to ID Week together as like a team bonding exercise and just a fun break from all of the more science-heavy sessions. Yeah, yeah. And it was incredible. It combined like you needed knowledge in microbiology, ID, yeah. and a lot of interesting puzzle mechanics too to it. I think we're always looking for effective ways to gamify medical education. Um, this is such a nice way to do that. We spend so much of our time in lectures that aren't always as engaging. Um, so this is an incredible way to sort of reinforce our knowledge and, and apply our knowledge. Um, I just want to thank all of my Canadian friends here for letting me join their group. <laughs> and um, this would be a huge mistake if you don't bring this back again. So thank you to the groups who let me interview them for the podcast, but also everyone else who participated or tried to get a spot. And to the couple of groups that we recruited to be testers for the room, we appreciate your help. Uh, the Outbreak Leaderboard, the uh, leading team at the end of the conference was Bucholderia. So uh, shout out to all the fun team names as well. And like any excellent ID week, I will end with ID Bug Bowl. I'm a bit biased because my uh, prior co-fellows took home the trophy, but I did a quick recording with them to see how they feel after uh, competing. 
Hi, I'm Abana Pearl. Uh, I'm a third year infectious disease fellow at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center and I'm doing my third year in infection control and hospital epidemiology. Hi, I'm Noah Rosenberg. I'm a third year medical resident at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center applying to infectious diseases. Hi, I'm Jespreet Banga. I'm a third year ID fellow at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center um, and I'm doing my third year in um, HIV cure and vaccine research. And you guys are the new champions of Bug Bowl 2023. <laughs> How do you feel? Um, super excited and simultaneously super relieved, but mostly very, very, very happy and excited. <laughs> uh, how was the experience? Any tips for teams for next year? It was a lot of fun. Uh, I would say having the best teammates is the best mm. tip I can oh have uh, give and um, having good strategy with your teammates. It was, it was amazing. I think um, being able, this year was the first year that they had an international team and it was really fun to interact and get to know people at different programs in this like friendly competition where we're all just like super excited to be ID and, you know, um, do this like quiz game together. And I, I loved, I loved every minute of it and uh, it was super exciting, super fun. I am biased, but I have a really hard time imagining how listening to this would not make you feel inspired and excited about the future of ID. I acknowledge that we did focus less on specific session content or facts, but I of course encourage you to listen into the recorded sessions through the ID Week website and to share what other favorites or highlights you had with colleagues or uh, even with Febrile on social media. I hope that instead of those facts that you did get a great feeling about being a part of the ID community. A huge thank you to IDSA PIDs and the other ID Week organizers and presenters. And of course, huge gratitude to those who lended their experiences and their voices to recording this episode. I will continue to try to think creatively about how we can feature ID Week and other conferences and future episodes. So I will finish up by reminding you that you can always find Febrile on our website, febrilepodcast.com, which is where we house the consult notes, which are written compliments of the show with links to references. I am working on getting those up to date. Our library of ID infographics and a link to our merch store. Please reach out if you have any suggestions for future shows or want to be more involved with Febrile. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and I'll see you next time.